Welcome to an episode from the Radio 8 Vault. I'm your host, Andras Jones. When Radio 8 Ball started out, we didn't have live musicians on the show or famous guests. At first, it was just a local phone line and CDs played on shuffle function going out over the chaos airwaves. A caller would call in, I'd ask him their handle and what their question was, then I'd close my eyes, reach into a box of CDs, and play whichever one I grabbed on shuffle function on the station CD players. In some ways, that's still my favorite version. We had kids and students and weirdos and local celebs calling in and just asking any old thing. We had people calling in from all over the world thanks to the new internet feed, and sometimes no one would call at all, and I'd just vamp with my then-co-host, Tammy Tillinghast. In this segment, I experience a synchronicity that still rocks me to this day. Recorded on June 14, 2005, on KOS 89.3 FM from the Radio 8 Vault, your daily dose of musical synchronicity with me and my father's ghost. Really? That's how it's going to be. Okay. Well, I've got another question then, unless you have one, Tammy. Why don't you ask yours? Okay. Um, my next question, this could be an interesting show. It's just me asking questions all the time. I'd have to work a little bit harder to come up with good ones. But, um, okay, well, just going to more of the stuff I was listening to on the radio today, I was listening to uh, Democracy Now!, um, I listened to part of it being broadcast. Actually, I slept through it this morning. I also listened to that on the on, on co-op radio, on the pirate radio station. Uh, is that okay for me to be mentioning that? I don't see why not. I don't, free speech, right? I mean, okay. you can listen to all kinds. You know, I, I would have listened to Democracy Now! at 9 o'clock on Chaos, but I ended up listening to it at noon on, uh, on the pirate radio station. And uh, they were doing a whole thing on um, the apology for lynching the uh the legislators gave a non-binding uh what what is it non-binding legislation offering an apology for doing nothing about the lynchings that went on in the south in this country and not just the south went on in this country but particularly in the south after reconstruction after the northern troops pulled out of the southern states and gave it back to the to the south and they wanted to bring back white supremacy and they did that through the political the use of political terrorism lynchings which was there was a whole uh, they, they did a, a great piece on it and uh so you know i don't know if a non-binding legislation which says 
we're sorry is enough. That was my, my feeling when I was listening to it. So I would like to know what would an appropriate apology for a century of doing nothing about political, white supremacist political terrorism. Um, so that's my, that's my question for the Radio 8 Ball. And, of course, you can always call in if you, don't, if you think these questions are a little bit, uh, you know, whatever, just mine. Then you certainly can call in and ask yours. The number is 8675267. This is my question for the Radio 8 Ball as to what would be an appropriate apology for doing nothing about lynchings in the South in the 20th century and latter part of the 19th century. Henry, age two. I want to go home now. Don't look at me. I want to go home. I want Mama to pick me up. I want her to take me home. Don't come here anymore. Don't look at me. I don't love you. I want to open a toy store that sells candy and never closes. I want to live there. That was Vigo Mortensen from his CD, One Last Thing to Worry About. Many people don't know that Vigo Mortensen, the actor from Lord of the Rings, also is a poet and a painter and a musician. And in the early 90s, he released a couple of CDs with people like um, Exine Cervenka, who was his wife, uh, is his ex-wife, uh, DJ Bonebreak, Buckethead, uh, Tracy Thielen, who appears, who's, who's been, uh, whose music has appeared on the show in the past. Anyway, uh, that was the, that was from his CD of spoken word with music called One Less Thing to Worry About. That was track 40 called Henry, age two. The answer to the question, what would be an appropriate or a more appropriate way of saying sorry for all the lynchings than a non-binding legislation? And you know what? Since that was so short, I'm just going to play it one more time. Henry, age two. I want to go home now. Don't look at me. I want to go home. I want Mama to pick me up. I want her to take me home. Don't come here anymore. Don't look at me. I don't love you. I want to open a toy store that sells candy and never closes. I want to live there. Henry, age three. So what did you think about that, Tammy? Oh, the first time it just came and went before I had a time to even chew on the question. And then not much else the second time, except I'm thinking there may be something with the, um, his constant mention of home and living. That's the best I could do. How about you? Well, a candy store that never closes. I mean, I think there's a lot of things. There's the sort of paternal nature of American racism and that this angry child that want, you know, sort of is demanding their autonomy. Although, I guess, I mean, I'm, my answer is dictated by my own political beliefs, and it's really hard to, to get outside, to, like, have any point of view on racism when you're in it. When we just live 
and swim in this history of racism. Um, you know, maybe that's it, that we inherited as children. But this kid was four years old, Henry age two. This mm -hmm. is like a, two, a, a monologue from a two-year-old and that, you know, you're a two-year-old and you inherit the total injustice of it. To a two-year-old, the, the history of racism is the same regardless, you know, you know to whether you're white, black, man, woman, whatever. Injustice is injustice, and you inherit it. And at, at that point, you're open to the just the rank unfairness. So I think you might be onto something there. So maybe that's it. Yeah. You know, I don't know what the I don't know what that how that is the way of saying sorry, except I guess taking it on. And I don't think I still don't think that a non-binding legislation bit of legislation is uh, that any time people go out of their way to say something's non-binding in a conversation, it just means that they're not really, you know, present to it. They're not willing to commit to, you know, not even being willing to commit to saying we're sorry is just so, it's preposterous to me. Anyway, you're not listening to Air America. You're listening to Radio 8 Ball, the pop oracle on Chaos 89.3 FM where we answer questions by picking CDs at random, putting them in the CD player and pressing shuffle function. Today's show is dedicated entirely to questions by me. No. Um, today's show has so far been dominated by my questions, but I'm always willing to relinquish the role of questioner and settle back into my role as purely a CD picker and an interpreter. The number here is 867 5267 360-867-KAOS and if you don't have a question well I do somebody has a question chaos chaos you're on the air hold on let me turn this down sorry okay um I, yeah I actually have a question um and as you just mentioned what you did um um my handle is Dina okay, and Dina. um as you just mentioned what you did Andres um I'm wondering, because I listen to you pretty frequently, whether um, the process um, of Radio 8 Ball is, is um, sort of up for development, up for community development. And let me tell you what I'm thinking. Um, um, it comes out, my, my interest comes out of having done some dream work, um, very little. I don't do a lot of it. Um, and the process that people would would use is that they would share their question or their dream their dream and the people that would reflect on it like in this case someone would share a question they would listen to the music and then you all would help them reflect on it and the people that would help them reflect on it would reflect on it saying if this was my question this is what this music would mean ah. um, and, and to some degree as you just said it is always from our own experience that we interpret things it's always from our own biases our own you know psyches our own neuroses you know it's always from our own internal stuff that we reflect on things but to consciously do that with intention to say wow now if this was my question and the music came on you know what would it mean it just takes, brings it one more step closer to um you know share as opposed to interpreting for others i guess it's that it's that little shift in psychically and sort of in the heart place of getting a little bit further away from interpreting for others. So I just wanted to throw that out because a couple things you said just now and then another show before I thought, um, you know, I, I'm just going to throw this out as a suggestion because um, it just 
seems a slight bit cleaner or something to and also more vulnerable asking you all to be more vulnerable both things you know of um anyway so it's just a suggestion and i just thought i'd bring it up because i thought well you know this is their show they can do what they want but i listen to it a lot and i just um i have caught up with questions and it's been fun and i just periodically think it could be richer if it was done from that perspective Okay. Yeah. Well, I first of all, I think that's I think it's a great idea, and uh, it, and I it's sort of um, it's the way I look at the Radio Eight Ball. The way you described it is very much the way I look at it. I mean, I, I sort of I guess it's a, an assumed thing, but I think that you're right that giving it the intention and specifically saying you know sort of committing to that I think is is a is a great idea, but. But yeah. what I want to do mm-hmm. is I want to, you know, again, what I'd like to do is I'd like to, to see what the Radio 8 Ball's response to it is. Oh, that sounds good. So would okay. you mind staying on the line? And no, I wouldn't mind staying on the line. And one thing that you just said is like one level, when you said that's been sort of the perspective you've had, and one level um, that could be um, could enhance that or, or make that commitment to that perspective would be to use those words, because words are so strong. Yeah. If this were my question, and this was the music I heard. You know. Anyway, sure, I'd really be glad to say, sure, Radio 8 Ball, what do you think about this um, sort of explicit, you know, in stated intention to be used or whatever? Well, here comes your answer. Thank you. She asked me if I thought we'd ever fall in love I said I think we may already have So we had a weekend Well for me that was enough I said it's funny how it works She didn't laugh She said I'm the best catch You're ever gonna find She said if I was a man I've been knocking down my door She said I know you can love me Open up your mind Yes, I know you can love me So much more But I didn't buy it I didn't buy it Although I wanted to And I do still But I didn't buy it
Kaplan from his CD Lake Champions and the song I Didn't Buy It. And Randy Kaplan's going to be here on Radio 8 Ball in late August. So, What did you think about that as the answer to... Well, you know, I was thinking about the song and then I was thinking about, you know, the whole meta. That was a meta, I guess, uh, to the... I don't know. I always get confused about that. But anyway... um, I need to sort of step back a second and say um, part of what I'm thinking is that when the person brings in the dream for the group to help them reflect on, the person reads the dream, everybody reads the dream, and then everyone else reflects on it first. So um, by saying, you know, well, if that was my answer, or if that was, you know, so partly I want to say, well, what do you think it said? Because that would help me. Okay. And if you say it in the context of what we were just, what I was suggesting, that would be great. Okay. Um, Shall I try that, or would you like to, Tammy? You go for it. Okay. Well, what I thought, I guess I took it as a cautionary sort of warning. It's a a song about someone who didn't didn't buy it, didn't, and he plays with the meaning of buy it. He he didn't buy something, but he also didn't believe it, Mm -hmm. and wishing that he had. Mm-hmm. So it makes me think that I would be ill-advised not to take your advice. At the same time, it did bring you know it did you know there's there's a sort of um, wait a minute. You'd be ill-advised not to. That's a double negative. Can you? I'm, I'm, what I mean is that I should take your advice. That it sounds like I should take your advice, and oh. I would regret it if I didn't. Oh. And it's interesting for me because actually. Where where are you ta- doing this dream these dream seminars? Oh, it was actually there at Evergreen, um, but it was probably twenty years ago. Ah, well then, it's very likely that you did it with my. You were in a dream seminar with my father. Oh, Richard Jones. Absolutely, it's true. I didn't know that was your father. Yes, that's that's true. I was. So you know the process. I know the process, and I have actually given this some thought uh, in in the past if I should. Uh, 
bring it more in line because I, I do think of this in very much in terms of the dream seminars that mm-hmm. my father did here and at other universities. Mm-hmm. So it, that alone is very, it's very, uh, very powerful that you would be coming to me with this actually this question and it was my father's birthday this week so oh, that is funny. it's like a, a little it, like i should take that advice is what i think you should take that as what i should take your advice oh. as i i could go deeper and deeper in, into the reasons and the meanings but mm-hmm. it's a very powerful uh case that you bring especially because you're you're unaware of how powerful it is yes there you go <laughs> Well, uh-huh. I, and, and just a comment. And, you know, as I said, I haven't done a lot of dream work. Um, it was um, it was only a very short experience, and that cont- that this point that I bring is 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 the thing I remember. Whenever anybody talks about dreams, I say, "Well, let's look at it this way," because it always seems so rich, you know. So anyway, I'd love to hear what your think, what your take it on it is, Tammy. Um, you know, I'm I'm always think it's better to just admit when I don't really know what oh, yeah. what it is you're talking about rather than come up with some BS answer. No, so, I totally agree. Thank you. Yeah, I think yeah, what you're I mean what you guys have said is definitely interesting and I'd love mm-hmm. to have it mm-hmm. on the show. But. Mm-hmm. Sure. Did, uh, okay. did you understand like what like she's saying that basically rather than interpreting it for themselves, like whatever anyone calls, someone calls and says, you know, should I quit my job or whatever when we answer it, then, like you would say, oh, well, if I was thinking of quitting my job sure. and I asked that question mm-hmm. I got this and I answer, do, yeah. mm-hmm. then that's what this would mean yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah I do and, like the idea of that. And then, and then, I must say, I mean, now I feel like I, I mean, part of it is also now I share with you what it means to me. But um, I share that after the fact just so that, because it was my dream or it was my question, if I share with that, that with you first, you know, Right then, it, we know. Then, then, then what? Then, then your personal, it, what what would come deeply from in you is tainted, um, you know, better whatever the word is. Anyway, mm-hmm. so, um, so I will, and I will share with you again what that song sort of meant to me because of what we were asking it. Um, I was, um, I, I let's see if I can go back there. Um, see again, it's hard for me now to. Uh, and you know, Andres, that the process, I won't take up too much more time here, though this is very fun. The process, um, you know, y- you write it all down. You read it, the person reads the dream, and, and then what people think of it, if it were their own, they take time and they write it all down on, on a written dream that everybody has before they reflect on it out loud. So it's all there before other people's sharing is is uh, put out to influence it. But anyway, I'll go back. And, and um, so for me, I think what that meant was... Um, um, well, I'll again be really honest uh, it, that it felt like maybe it meant that you'll say that you'll try this, but you don't really buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, maybe you'll reconsider it, um, you know, down the line. And then the thought was, well, if they don't buy it, am I going to stop listening? Am I going to go away? And then maybe you'll buy it after I'm gone, <laughs> which, you know, comes to my own personal experience in life where in relationship in particular where some of my ideas politically or relationship-wise, you know, sound good, have sounded good to the other person, but they weren't really into changing to those, which at that time I thought that that was something legitimate to ask people to do, more so than I believe now, to make major changes because it's the way I want things, um, though I'm calling up and asking it in this relationship. So 
or you know, and I guess I am suggesting it. I'm suggesting it. I just think it is. It will make, could make it richer. Um, um, but but people after we've broken up, you know, they've gone ahead and changed in those realms, whereas that didn't happen during the relationship. And I was like, damn, isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. It takes leaving for us to be willing to. It takes separating. It's you know whatever. So I went into all that. Um, but um, it also felt like it was a sort of validation of, um, well, at least the idea is one that I'm willing to put out, and this is what I think is valuable and and um, interesting and of interest to me, and you're willing to listen to it, and that's good. I appreciate it. Yeah. So. Well, I really appreciate you sharing it. I can't. I really. Um can't quite tell you how much it, it actually it means to me um for those who, have, who are interested in in the dream theories we're talking about my father actually wrote a book called the dream poet That's which right. you yeah. may be able to find around in olympia i'm sure they could in used bookstores and otherwise yeah and so is your father passed away yes yes i thought he might have i thought just about a while back somebody told me that that was true but I'd, how long ago was that uh 95 oh same year my dad passed away well, thank you for sharing all that, and I appreciate you doing the show. Yeah, thank you, Dina. Good night. Good night. Well, I, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to, I'm going to take your advice. I think, I think that was great, and I, I, personally, I take that as advice from, from a very high source. So, um, so, what did you think, Tammy? I mean, buy it. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. I just. Sorry. You're sorry? Okay. Um, uh, this is a weird day, but yeah, I totally support support that option. Great. Um, well, uh, we maybe have time for one more caller. The number is 867-5267-360-867-KAOS. If we don't have another caller, um, it's coming up on the 7 o'clock hour, and we're going to have... Burke in to be the live Radio 8 Ball. And I really hope that for Burke's sake, some of you are going to come up with some questions because he's got a list of songs. He's traveling from San Francisco and playing all, touring all over here. He's going to be playing uh, tonight at the Clipper uh, at, as part of the Radio 8 Ball songwriter sessions, which starts at 10 p.m. And uh, for the next hour, he's going to be our guest here and keeping the Radio 8 ball in the air. Um, so, prepare your questions. If they, I hope they can all be... Uh, I, I really, I'm, I'm so moved by that, uh, by that last call. And I, I just say, if anyone else has suggestions for how they think that we could do our divination better here... Uh, I really, I, I, I hope that you, you would all feel uh, comfortable to share them as, uh, as Dina did. And it was, uh, it's, it, no way she could have known what it would mean to me to share that. And no way that you could know what possible connections we could have here. That is the space that we are creating with Radio 8 Ball that is whatever is happening here is, well, it's, it's not just the truth because it's happening, but it resonates and creates, a, I don't know, like a matrix of connection and uh, where new truths can be 
discovered and illuminated. At least that's the dream. That's the hope. And that is the reality if we, you know, if we make it so. And that's what just happened here with uh, Dina. So um, thank you to her and uh, thank you to the next person who shares themselves so uh, so much. So anyway, uh, I'm sorry, I got distracted. Uh, the time is 6.59. And so why don't we go to a little bit of business and come back with uh, Burke here on Radio 8 Ball. This segment of Radio 8 Ball on KAOS is supported by Five Corners Magical Apothecary in downtown Olympia. Open Monday through Saturday, noon till 7 p.m. Five Corners can help you on your magical path. More information available at 352-4349. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball on Feral Audio. If you'd like more information about the Pop Oracle, please check out our website at Radio8Ball.com, where you can find out about upcoming shows, about asking your own question on the podcast, and about our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed on Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. Until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the radio world.